Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace. I am joined virtually by Sharon McNamara, broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate and my co-host. Hello, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good How are you? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Um, And then we are joined live and in studio by the one and only Tracy Grady from the Grady team here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Good Good morning, morning. everybody. Good morning. And we're live on Facebook, too, so you can see how beautiful we both look. Sporting my, as as Melissa said, I'm sporting my... Like you're like jazzercising. My jazzercise aerobic hair. (laughs) Your aerobic hair. My hair all pulled back. I'm ready to... Yeah. yeah. You're you're ready to rock today. Yes. Ready to go. But Sharon is at a, uh, a convention uh, well, yeah, conference? It's a c- a conference uh, this weekend in Orlando so she is joining us through Clubhouse today um, so hi Sharon I know it took a little hi. while to get there yesterday yeah. Oh my goodness. It, oh, yeah, you know what? Talk. It seems like every time I travel, something funky happens. Get all first. It was delayed, anyways. Probably something to do with the weather. So I was like, all right, that gives me an extra hour this morning. Like that was yesterday, and then um, yeah, we got there. Get everybody on the plane. That is not an easy feat when you're going oh. to Disney. If you can imagine, you know, the big mouse is here. So there were a lot of kids. School and vacation. School vacation and all that. Uh, get everybody on the plane. Everybody settled. Eh, we're going to get you yeah. all off the plane today, right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, mechanical issue, and apparently they had to change a tire. So, no, I, I'd rather not know. Nope, don't tell me. Just, <laughs> just, and can't you just keep me on the plane? I mean, really, <laughs> I, I really Come don't. Want, yeah. Uh, now you've already put the doubt in my head that this is all going to go horribly wrong, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to need an extra cocktail. And no. they did it actually pretty quickly because that's what I was like, hmm, I don't even know if you could change a tire on a car that fast. But, hey, I made it here and all is well. Yeah, so I am in Orlando. I'm in this beautiful hotel here where the convention is. It's called the Gaylord Palms. It is beautiful. Never been here before. Um, really, really nice. 
Just want to put a shout out there for Bonvoy and Marriott Bonvoy because I love my points. Mm, love <laughs> so. my Marriott points. <laughs> Me too. Yep. JW Marriott's my favorite. One of my favorite hotels to stay at. JW yeah. Marriott. The one downtown Nashville, spectacular. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really, I've been really, there. Yeah. I was in a hurricane there. Uh, not a hurricane, a tornado. You were in I a tornado. There. Yes. Yeah. You and my oh, daughter. Well. Yep. Blocks apart, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Same tornado. Both <laughs> safe. <laughs> Both safe. But yeah, it was so, never a dull yeah. moment no. when Sharon, no. uh, yeah. Sharon travels. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but it really isn't. But I am here and it's all about, you know, always be learning and I'm uh, really excited about the event. So um, give me a couple days here to do some awesome. stuff. I'll probably be working from here for the weekend, but next week I'll be busy on the co- at the con- uh, conference. Yay. How long are you there for? Until Wednesday. I'm home Wednesday. Yeah. So my plane lands, hopefully, at 12 o'clock at Logan on Wednesday. And then 1 o'clock, I have have pictures for a new listing that's coming up in Quincy. So uh, that's exciting. You're just going to do it on your way out of the city? I figure, yeah. Yeah. I I parked my car there, so I'll just go there. And, yeah, we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, so photos next week. Photos, yes. New listing coming on. We'll talk about that Tuesday night on Tuesday night show. Oh, good. But you can talk about mine too. I got two new yeah. ones coming. Oh, on. yeah. We're yeah. going to be talking okay. about it. Well, okay. we can talk about it. Um, we can talk about it towards today. the end of the we show because we have some. We um, you, even you have some open houses this weekend. We'll talk about yes. those um, yep. later on in the show. But um, but we we <laughs> are going to be talking about the importance of pulling permits. And you're sort of like <laughs> our go-to <laughs> person for permits. I still get everybody called. <laughs> um, But first, I I apologize. I know we're about 10 minutes in now, but... um for anybody who hasn't listened to you on the show, even though you're sort of a staple now, <laughs> why don't you reintroduce yourselves to everybody and why, when we talk about permits, we think about you. That's correct. So I am Tracy, a part of the, the Grady team. Jim is my other half. The definite... Oh, thank you. Jeez, going to put my music on for me. The all right, Grady, tell us all about yourself. Let's go. <laughs> so Jim and I have been doing real estate for about seven years. Um, actually, we I sent Sharon the pictures the other day of all of our awards that we've won over the past seven years so it's been a great time here at boston connect real estate for jim and i but i got started because sharon thought it was a good idea for me to get my real estate license while i was working for the town of pembroke in the building department and we talked permits all the time Mm -hmm. that was my job was building permits electrical plumbing anything that you needed you needed to come to see me at the (laughs) building department so to this day i still get a bunch of the agents here that will call me like, hey, how do, how do we go about this? And what happens if we don't pull a permit and all of the questions that we're going to talk we'll, about we'll here today? Over, yeah. so I was so there for about 14 every, years. Yeah. Every chance I get, I call you. Yeah. How many feet is it to a sideline? <laughs> Where can you put a shed? It, yeah, it, and it's, it's, it's almost becomes... Everything you don't think of, right? Yeah, it's just I muscle memory for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, for Pembroke it is, but I think it's important for everybody to know each of your towns that you live in has its own set of bylaws. Mm-hmm. So not every town has the exact same set of bylaws or setbacks. So it's important for you to kind of review your own town's bylaws. Like off the top of my head in Pembroke, I can tell you it's 40 feet from the street, 20 feet from the side, 25 from the rear, 10 off the septic tank, and 20 from your leaching field. So, <laughs> I mean, that just it just comes out of its total muscle memory that that's, that's You just what looked you at me do. like... This like a very matter of fact. Yeah, like, like okay, this, know, is what it, this is what it is. And Hanover is not even the same. And I'm not even sure I know. And I live in Hanover, and I don't <laughs> even think I know what the setbacks are in Hanover. I think Jim knows them better than I do. Mm-hmm. But as far as Pembroke goes, and so, so yeah. So for 14 years, I I lived, breathed permits. Yeah, it was my life. Yep. When I started there, there was a typewriter. 
Uh, oh, I'm not kidding. There was nothing on computer. <laughs> when I started in 2008, there was nothing on computer. Everything was hand, wow. paper, or typewriter. I looked at the typewriter. I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. And you were right <laughs> on the first floor. like, And so like your your instinct is to like turn to the left as soon as yep. you walk in. And yep. that's where you were. That's so where you saw everybody. You I saw did. everybody coming into yep. town hall. Everyone going upstairs. Yeah, everybody yeah. asking me, <laughs> You're going where, is, where, going, is, where, where is, is, where is, where is the assessor? Where's the, yeah, okay. Yep. I'm now the director of, yep, yeah. of, yeah, the welcomer as well as, yeah, <laughs> the aficionado <laughs> of permitting. So, yeah. Um, yep. So, yes, you are, you are the go-to permit person yep. for our show. In a yep. lot of shows as yep. well. So, yep. um, but I want to like sort of get to like the basics. So, what is a permit, and why would you need one? So, anytime you're going to do work on your house, construction work, electrical, plumbing, and we'll get into the more details about that, you are supposed to pull a permit. Um, certain things don't apply, like landscaping doesn't apply, uh, patios don't apply, um, redoing your driveway doesn't apply. But anytime you're going to do any type of construction work to your house, you are supposed to pull a permit to mm-hmm. notify the town that a change is being made on your property. It also, and um, as much as nobody likes to hear this, it also notifies the assessor's office if you're yeah. making improvements to your home because the assessors are going to want to assess your property, unfortunately, to get your tax you know, up, but also for people when they go to buy your house mm-hmm. are going to say, oh, wow, they've put a lot of money into this house. They can just go through into your jacket at the town hall. Everybody has a a manila folder jacket, and it's still paper at the town mm-hmm. hall, where you can see all the permits that have been pulled in the town over the years. Unfortunately, in the town of Pembroke, just for people to know, the entire town hall burnt down in 1978 during the blizzard of 78. So a yeah. lot of that paperwork is prior to 1978. So I would always just kind of give the blessing, like, well, that is, yeah, you did yeah. it before 1978. Well. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they didn't pull a permit. It just means it may have burned up in the fire. So <laughs> we'll give them the benefit it, of the doubt. It might be burned. Yeah. So it's Tracy. just, yeah. Oh, sorry. It, no, no. It's you hard to, I know because you guys aren't really looking at the Clubhouse <clears throat> app, but... Um, you know, one of the things that I think is you know, interesting is that I what you said is how, it, you know, the assessor's office is notified. And I bet that that's the reason why so many people don't do it, because they feel as if, you know, oh, I don't want my taxes to go up and uh, everything else, you know, my property taxes. But I also know talking to the assessor's office is, you know, if you don't let them into your house, they're, they're assuming that yeah. everything is at the best anyways. But at the end of the day, how much are you going to save on if you if you remodeled a bathroom? How much money is the town going to assess you for that new bathroom? That it's going to cost how much money versus when you go to sell your house and now there is no permit and you have to go backwards to get it? Yeah, and there's a lot of time. I mean, you can pull permits in arrears. Yeah, we are getting. Yeah, there. there's an echo somewhere, so I don't know if somebody needs to mute on uh, Clubhouse or not. But um, it was me. Okay. It was um, me. So. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I just no, wanted no, to get no, rid of that. That's right. No. So, um, yeah, kind of going back in arrears and pulling permits because then the walls were all buttoned up. So, I mean, you're just pulling the permit for the sake of just having the paperwork in the file. Doesn't mean that the work was done right. So mm-hmm. that's that would be a problem with that. Technically, I don't know what the numbers are of what they're going to assess you at for a brand new bathroom. Um, I mean, they're going to look at the amount of money you put into it, and almost everybody kind of hedges on that because your permit price is based on the amount of work you're going to do. So if you're going to spend twenty five grand on that permit, you're probably going to put ten down when you write it because you're going to pay less for the permit. Yeah. But you're still doing the permit, so yeah. that's a more important part. Yeah, than if you hedge your numbers, so to say. Yeah, I, I, so we 
Okay, so you have to get the permit for get doing the, permit. the bath. Doing, you, doing the bathroom. What are other things anything. that you need it uh, for? You, you need it for repla- really anything. Um, you don't really need it for hardwood floors. Um, you need it for a roof. A roof is a big one. I mean, and that one you really should be pulling a permit for a roof because people are going to go back into your folder and see when was the last time the roof was yeah. done. So, I mean, that's a big one. That You should just always pull a permit. Um, and a lot of times... As the homeowner, you are allowed to pull the permit, a building permit. As the homeowner, you can hire whoever you want to hire without, if they don't have a license, that's your option to do that. But in order for a contractor to pull a permit for you, they need to have a construction supervisor's license and they need to have a home improvement contractor's license. So would you look at that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so if they went in and they were pulling the permit... You would ask for those. I have to get a copy. You'd have to get a copy of each one, and then you go in and you can pull it through. The you can actually, and you as the homeowner, if you're hiring somebody, can go into the mass.gov mm-hmm. and do a license lookup. Yeah, for any contractor, for any yeah. license, my license as a real you estate look agent. Up, you can look yeah. up our license. Yeah. yeah, you can look up anybody's license, but you got to go in and pull to make sure that they are a licensed electrician, they are a licensed plumber, a licensed contractor, and then contractors pay into what's called the home improvement contract, which is a fund that as a homeowner if you had shoddy work done you could go back and try to get money out of that fund i can tell you in the 14 years that i was there pretty sure we had a couple and i never saw anybody get any money out of that fund. (laughs) (laughs) so uh, it's there and i know these contractors pay for it so i feel bad for them but um, there there were a few that i felt like really should have been you know, awarded some type of funds. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. It just yeah. Didn't happen. So but. if a homeowner goes in, I'm sure you're like, they have to say, I'm the homeowner. I'm pulling the permit. Yep. I obviously don't have those nope. licenses. You, d- you take responsibility as you the homeowner. You can absolutely sign on the bottom line. You are the homeowner. You can do any work on your house with the exception of electrical or plumbing. You okay. cannot do that. So why is that? As a homeowner. Because, well, it's, and it kind of makes a ton of sense. You really should <laughs> not be wiring your own me. house. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have a house, I'm like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no way. And I feel like Jim, I mean, and then obviously Mark is a licensed plumber. So, I mean, I would always say that to him. But Jim is probably a, a good example of somebody who, he does a lot of work in our house and he's very competent in doing it. And would I say it's okay for Jim to put up a light fixture, like if the plug is already there and we're going to take down a chandelier and put up a new light? Yes. I think that would be fine for Jim to do because, you know, I think he could do it. But technically, you are supposed to have a licensed electrician do that. Yeah. Don't touch the electrical in your house yeah. yourself unless you're a licensed electrician. That's just... Yeah. yeah. Or plumbing. I mean, in you just plumbing, don't want some... I was just going to say that, Trace. Plumbing. Like- I mean, plumbing is... I You know, I look at some of the things that had been done to our house when it was built, and I never understood why our sink constantly backed up and when we ripped out our kitchen the pitch on the pipes coming in i mean it was like amazing that it worked at all so wow yeah and how long did you live with that before you redid your kitchen 23 years or so yeah like a long long time yeah so yeah and then you realize that you know some guys just don't know and that was with a licensed plumber so i mean the person who did it the person who built the house um but yeah yeah you need to have and especially in, if you're thinking about selling your house and moving forward with selling your house, it's just going to be, it's just a, a, a plus in the plus column that you have all your permits pulled, that you've used licensed electricians, you used licensed plumbers, you used a contractor that had a construction supervisor's license. I mean, it just, it just makes the buyer feel that much more comfortable purchasing your property. 
Yeah. So I would think that, you know, it's not just the the one room you'd if you wanted to do an addition or you're uh, yeah. demoing a base demoing, you don't you demo, need a, <clears throat> you have to get a demo well demo permit is more for an entire if you're yeah. gonna demo a house. Well so but, say yeah. that you had like a barn or like a detached garage that was like falling over and then you had to demo it, yep. right? Yep. So you need a permit for that. You need a demo permit for that and you also need the Board of Health to sign off on that to make sure that there's no asbestos or anything in the mm. so that when you knock it down all that stuff goes up into the air so um, mm. they sign off on that yep i believe conservation signs off on it too because if oh, there's geez. any conservation lands close by you don't want any of that you know going down yeah. into the conservation land any of the runoff after you knock it down yeah. going into the there may be turtles conservation around here turtles turtles uh, you're dealing with turtles bane right now. of my existence <laughs> right Turtles. I know. Friendly box turtles. Yeah. Well, uh, we always do a little update from the Grady team, so we'll have to talk about that and give an update on your turtle situation. But (laughs) 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 so yes, definitely electrical plumbing. Electrical plumbing should not be doing those things. No, don't do yourself. (laughs) It's not. Don't replace a toilet yourself. You know, it's got to be. It's got to be sealed properly. You don't want. You know, anything. You don't want to leak. You don't want. you don't want it, the flow going the wrong way, inventing, not going the right way. There you it's go. funny because as we're talking right now, Mr. McNamara is not listening to the show this morning. Mm-hmm. But he just sent me a picture and he just called me. He goes, did you see that picture I sent you? And I was like, no, I'm on the radio. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm, and then I went to the picture. So we're doing some, um, we're going to be getting a new washer and dryer. Um, whatever. Oh, that's, that's another, another long story for another day. <laughs> but we're doing say that. That's another one. Don't hook up your own washer. Just don't do it. Or dishwasher. Don't yeah. do it. No. I mean, people dishwasher do it. Or do. the stove. I mean, the stove, if it's gas, like people just don't oh, understand. But yes, Mark just sent me a picture and he he's like, thank God I saw this. It The hose to the washing machine, a big bubble is in the, ho- uh, in the hose. He said, this is about to burst. We would have had a massive flood. Oh, it's... Can you imagine how lucky do I feel today? Yep, pretty lucky. Because <laughs> that, that is a disaster. I saw that. I'm going to send you the picture so you can see it. Yeah. First of all, it's really dusty behind your washer and dryer. I'm oh, yeah. glad. Yeah, little so. a little bit of lint gets back there. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of times when I'm doing CMAs for people, and Tracy, I know you see this too, is, you know, I'll be walking through houses and, you know, oh, they have a finished basement. And I was oh, this is nice. This is great. And I always ask, did you pull permits? And they just look at me and I was like, it really doesn't matter to me. It's not like against the law. It's like not. no one's going to arrest you. You no. know, it's just when you go to sell it, I know... If I were a buyer's agent, one of the first things I'm doing is going to town hall and pulling the jacket to see what permits were pulled. But when I look under a sink, sometimes I can just tell because I've been married to this plumber for 31 years. Uh And, you know, venting, it's a huge thing. I mean, when you, you know, run your dishwasher, you shouldn't hear gurgling in your sink. No. It's just not the way it should not be bubbling up in your (laughs) sink, which is what was happening to us. Yeah, I mean, it was horrible. It was really... And now I just... I'm in mad love with my dishwasher and my sink, and it all works fine all the time. I don't, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also did get rid of the garbage disposal. Yeah. Uh, well, you should have. I Anyways, know. you have a septic system? Yeah, so that's a bad thing. So, But I have learned from my evil ways, and we do not have it anymore. We <laughs> took it out, Jim and I are so much... I'm, and I don't miss it one bit, not even a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't miss it. <clears throat> yeah, so, and well, it's not yeah, good. You for definitely should. No, you should not have it. It's pretty much illegal. But yeah, so can't you not have one in Pembroke? Or you're not supposed to. No, 
Not with a septic system. You're yeah. not supposed to have one. Yeah. With the sewer system, like like a Brockton or a Rockland or something that's on town storage, you probably fine with that. But not yeah. when it's going into your septic system. Yeah. It's just eating Awful. away at it. Yep. Awful. I bet we have a show coming up on that sometime soon. That's one of my favorite shows is the septic system show. Oh, the septic system. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, we'll do it on a Tuesday night when people aren't having you know breakfast dinner? at 8 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, they could be having dinner at 6.15 at night. <laughs> they could be having dinner. I don't know. Yeah, but not at eight <laughs> you don't want to yeah, no. um no. so okay so, so we should talk about what happens after you pull like you pull a permit so yeah you, you what, pull a permit what, now what what are you getting what are you what, getting what, for your money like yeah. what's the town gonna do what is for it? you well they're gonna schedule a, a building inspector or a, an electrical inspector or a plumbing inspector to come out and look at the work that's been done to be sure that it's, you know, and it's in stages, especially if you're doing an addition. It's going to start with, you know, you're going to pull your permit for your construction, and then, then the contractor's going to start. And then the electrician and the plumber's going to come in, and they're going to do their rough work. So it's open for everybody to see. So then the electrical inspector comes out, and the built, and the plumbing inspector comes out, and they make sure that the work is done, and then they sign off on it. Mm-hmm. Then you can close the walls up. So that way, yeah. they're getting out there when everything is in its rough state, and then they'll come back out for a final inspection. So you are getting services. It's not just like give you know give the town three hundred and fifty dollars and then you're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. You are actually getting something. They're that's making sure come that the house. work yep. is being done because yep. I mean you could do work and I could look at it and be like you know looks you're the professional. <laughs> you that looks good. But yeah. then the inspector comes yeah. in and they're like, no, this is not. And we've seen that. And that's especially to somebody that's pulling the permit themselves as the homeowner. That's the real important inspection because they're going to come out and make sure that you've got the the hurricane clips that are required. I mean, just because you're a handy person doesn't mean you know what the code is yeah. and what it's supposed to be and how to attach a deck to a house. Like a lot of people are like, I'll just build my deck myself. That's great. But oh, there God, are no, a lot. I would never. There is a whole <laughs> entire dossier on how to build a deck. And, uh, and not that I can even use a ruler because I cannot even measure anything. But there are certain things like you can't notch the deck. Like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know, but you can't do it. They just don't. You can't notch you the deck. You can't notch Jim. the deck. Notch the deck. Nope. He's like, what? Jim does not notch the deck. But like I say, there is an entire, and you can pull it up in mass.gov, and it explains to you exactly how to build a deck and the things that you can and cannot do and how it has to be attached to the house yeah. with some type of a clip so that it's a te- so that if you do get the big wind that comes in because every town has a wind load and it doesn't not going to just rip it off the side of your house so it's important every town to has those. a wind load is that what you said yeah every every town like coastal people have a um like windows that are required. <laughs> you're looking at me like you don't know that you don't know this come on yeah so like there are coastal windows like if you're on the coast like situate if you're situate marshfield um anybody that's really on the coast they have a whole different um structure of windows that they are required wow. because the because of the wind is the wind the high. ocean the yeah. yeah hurricanes or whatever coming in so every town has a different type of a of a wind load so to say and a snow load Wow. Yeah, yeah. Snow what about load. the snow? It's the same towns because... Snow load, like flat... Like in 2015, Sharon, what, like all that snow that yeah. we had in 2015, yeah. we had buildings collapse in the town of Pembroke. We had yeah. a building across town that buckled because it was a flat ceiling and the oh, snow gosh. load on the top actually buckled the building outward wow. and everything dropped down. So, yeah, your your roof can only take so much snow. Like yeah. you have to... You can't... And we haven't had it since 2015, so we haven't had to worry. But when you start getting upwards to two and three feet of snow, you're starting to get into a situation where your roof can only take so much, so you got to get it off. Yeah. And especially a flat-pitched oh, roof, because that's just weight 
coming down. And then when it starts to melt, it gets heavier and the load gets heavier. So yeah. it's important to keep your roof cleaned off. Yeah, so the more you know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's another one. Yeah, those are two things that I learned today. Yeah. Thank you so much. You <laughs> and the town also gets notified if you file an insurance claim with your insurance company for damage that's done like in a storm, like the yeah, like having a tree come through the side of your house. So um, that would be in your jacket. That would be in your jacket because when you go to your insurance company to file a claim that yeah. they, that you want them to pay you out on, they in turn want to make sure that you are also pulling a permit. Yeah. So they send a notification to the town. So in 2015, I can tell you, yeah. there, there would have been no way for me to contact every single person yeah. that filed a claim in 2015. There, there were just hundreds, probably yeah. thousands of them. So. <clears throat> I remember the first house that I put an offer in on Sharon and Mark both saw it too. Mary came and, and uh, saw it. It was in Abington and you could tell that they had water damage in the basement. It was a finished basement, but like you could tell that they like replaced half of the wall <laughs> like throughout the whole thing so we were like there was definitely water down here yeah so i went to town hall and there there was they, it was an insurance a copy of the insurance claim yeah. and everything and um yeah something had happened i think the sump pump didn't work yeah and it like backed up and, and well, there's water england. everywhere uh, some plumbers will argue the point with you but i feel like this is new england there is water there's just a lot of water the yeah. ground can get saturated saturated so i just think sometimes people think like well not every basement should have a, uh, a sump pump it's like almost every basement has a sump pump because yeah. you yeah, don't want to have should. water yeah yeah i mean and that's the thing too is i know a lot of people sometimes they want to try to avoid like oh i don't want a house that has a sump pump and it's like well you're better off having a house with a sump pump than a house that doesn't have one and needs one yeah because i remember back in 2000 and oh gosh what year was that it had to have been like maybe eight i think seven eight and we had one of those hundred year storms that we keep on having and people who never had water in their basement had water yeah. in their basements. And that's something that our builder right now is considering doing. I mean, they already do like a French drain throughout the whole perimeter of the bottom of their house, um, the houses they built. But, you know, just installing mm -hmm. one just for, you know, precaution wise. Yeah. Just going case. back to like the permits and what you're seeing, what you're seeing in the jacket. I think it's really good to see that because if you go into and you see in the jacket that you know oh they had an an insurance claim yep a lot of times people just take that money and they don't do what they're supposed to be doing with oh, it so yeah, if absolutely. you see that and then you don't see a permit to go along with what's happening in there then you know that they're not doing the work or they're doing it on their own and, and not, yeah i don't know any yeah. type of electrical like you said or plumbing i think is so important and i just want to share one quick story too when i uh, as a buyer's agent, um, this was several years ago, and I was in the basement, and I took some pictures of stuff, and I just sent it to Mark, and I was like, does this look right to you? And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> so when we were finalizing, you know, negotiating after home inspection during the days when you could do that a little bit better, we said that, you know, we know that there was no permits pulled, and we wanted it repaired. Well, they turned around and said, well, we'll give you a $5,000 credit. My client was ready to take it. They were young, first-time homebuyers. They're like, yeah, 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 we'll take the $5,000. We're excited. I don't we're think that you should. <laughs> yeah, I said, I don't think that you should. I think that you should make them fix it. Lo and behold, it was tile floor. All the floor had to be ripped up in this bathroom. The Where the pipe was coming to, like, from the outside, like, it, there was over $10,000 worth of repairs Ooh. that had to be made because a homeowner decided to install a toilet on their own. Yeah. 
we have we have we have a question on Facebook. Somebody wants to know what a French drain is and what it does. Oh, yeah, that's mm, that's might be a little out of my wheelhouse, but it is definitely. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because we have the our house in Marshfield, mm-hmm. which is probably a great time to talk about it. Seven Nineteen Ferry Street, where we had all that deluge of rain, mm-hmm. and it completely swept the back hill down. Now he, the builder, has spent ridiculous amounts of money to grade the land and have it all fit and then it it the water just took the hill and basically t- it washed it out mm-hmm. so the water it has nowhere to go yeah. so it just runs out a french drain will take it and push it outside it'll take the water and push it out away from the property away from the, property. Away from the hill away from the property so that's exactly what he's putting in now since that happened i mean i'm glad it happened before we sold it because i would have mm-hmm. felt awful if we had sold it um but he's going to go in and he's going to put a french drain in to, so that doesn't happen it basically takes the water and takes it away instead of just letting it just keep beating down on it where eventually mm-hmm. it pushes you know the water either into the basement pushes water where it shouldn't go it's yeah. going to take it to another area almost like a stormwater management system is what yeah. i call it yeah because um there is a, a bylaw that talks about stormwater management you can't change the pitch of your land that's going to affect somebody else next door to you that that you know you can't just go in and you can't just push everything off to the exactly <laughs> like, your well, neighbors i don't want water near my house <laughs> yeah i got a really care about i'm gonna neighbor. push all my water to you yeah, and you exactly. don't you're gonna have yeah. to deal with it yeah, yeah you can't do that yep so you I'm actually need an engineer calls, by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my yep. next door neighbor has their some pump on and their hose it facing into my yard <laughs> I was like, well, they can't you get can't rid of do their that. water and give it to you. Yep. Yes. That was, again, in 2015. I had more people coming to the counter at the t- at the mm-hmm. town hall and that were like, my neighbor is pumping out their basement and their water is coming into my yeah. yard. I'm like, yeah, that's not the most yeah, There was a thing. house I looked at in Halifax um, t- towards the beginning of my journey and um, the, the pipe for the um, washing machine from the basement was going into the neighbor's yard. It was on top of the grass <laughs> going oh, yeah. towards the so neighbor's yard. It wasn't like they were trying and to hide it. there was like a little swamp there. And I was like, what is happening here? They didn't even try to camouflage it? No. Like, with like some leaves? Like, we'll just no. cover this the up il- with a the little... illegal installation of a washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> but with the French drain as well, I'm going to give you a little fun fact on that. So... Um, I don't even know where I read this. This is like that knowledge that you don't know where you get it from. But apparently the French drain came from, it was actually called a trench drain, which makes a lot more sense, by the way. So it's basically, if you do it before construction, obviously it's a lot easier. But after construction, you can also do them. And what you'll see sometimes when you go into the basements in New England, uh, for all of my uh, clubhouse friends who are listening that are down south, well, I'm curious if they do any of this or not. But so it's like a perimeter around the foundation that is sort of chopped out. And then they can do um, sort of like pipes in there that have holes on the top and then there's like gravel that lays on top of it. So if water does come into the house, it will, goes through those drains anyways. And then it's pumped, the drain is usually underground and will go somewhere in the back (laughs) of your yard somewhere Yeah, or underground and just leach out. Um, But it used to be called a trench drain, but apparently when that thought from, I'm guessing England came over here, yeah so when they came over here they kept on saying a trench drain but they couldn't understand their accent so they called it a french drain that's what i was gonna ask you was if somebody just mispronounced it one day like from (laughs) trench to french like okay i guess we'll just call it french now 
Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this French guy is saying to me right now, yeah. but it's something to do with a yeah. drain. So we're going to call this trench drain a French, French drain. drain. <laughs> yeah. Did, I was so there's your fun fact for the morning. There we go. Nice. That's Another fun one. fact. Another fun fact. Mm, I want to talk about the risk of skipping permits. So thanks. <laughs> you roll your eyes like, I mean, hello. <laughs> well, yeah, the risks of it. I mean, it's not a great idea. I mean, are there plenty of people who do work out there that don't, and doesn't mean it wasn't done properly? Properly. Now so, I feel like everything that I go to do, I'm like, do I need a permit for this? Yeah, it's, it, it is kind of a question. I mean, it is kind of a, yeah. It's oh, I, the I, question you should ask yourself if you're going to do work in your house. You don't need it for painting. You don't yeah. need it for wallpapering. You don't need it for... What about, okay, so uh, I'm assuming you needed to replace your windows. No? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yep. what about like a, because I, I need to replace my um, slider. Yep. Do oh, I, yeah. I need a permit for yep. that? You need a permit for that. Okay. Yep. Yep, because you want to make sure that they don't take something down that's carrying the load of the house. Yeah. Like when they start to, you know, get in there and they start taking things out and putting things back in, you just want to make sure that it was done right and they didn't take anything out that's actually supporting yeah. something, you know, the roof. Yeah. That can come crashing All right. Down. Yeah. No. And even the simple things too, Tracy. I mean, they're simple to us because, of course, we see a lot of new construction between the yep. two of us, but yep. also see a lot of things that have gone bad. But you talked about putting a deck on earlier. Yeah, that's a big but one. But if the flashing isn't done properly yep. and things like that, you know, when that slider goes in and, yeah. you know, doing Taking everything, water. making sure when that other one comes out, was there water getting in there previously? Yep. Does it have to be, re you know, did yep. it? do any damage to that part of it and the code so change you, you sure. got to think about that too the code does change over the years so it doesn't mean that when your deck was built it wasn't to code yeah it probably was to code yeah. but the code changes so much that now it's so not when you start to do code. work on it yeah now you have to bring it up to code now you have to bring it up to code and a lot of times it's it's based on a percentage of how much work you're doing in the house that you have to bring it up to code there's there's numbers involved there that i can't quite remember it's pretty high though like yeah twenty five thousand dollars worth of work means you probably have to get your smoke detectors yeah um up yeah. to up to code from where it was when it went in so yeah my yeah. new smoke detectors work by the way oh oh been cooking <laughs> I set them have off. you been cooking <laughs> one, one time i did <laughs> set them off <laughs> so they work um but yeah no i it, it's now I feel like I'm going to question, like, oh, do I need a permit for this? Do yeah. I need this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you got to think this? about it. I mean, if you're if you're doing anything structural, then, you know, you obviously don't need it for paint. You don't, yeah, if I was you replace gonna say, your if you paint cabinets, the exterior, yeah. you don't need, like, if you paint the exterior nope. of your house, you won't need it. Roof. Think of just the, the roof. Roof, definitely roof. Any, any, any boards or anything that you're going to replace. Oh, uh, um, if you put on solar. Oh, yeah, you get a pull permit for solar pull and an pull. electrical permit for yeah. solar, too. That's a big one. Yeah, yep. solar is a big one. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. I mean, they're really going in. That's a really important one because you, you just don't want them randomly shooting um, nails into your roof. Yeah. You want it done so that it's going into, you know, the studs so that, number one, that the solar panels are supported properly. Yeah. And they're not just shooting nails into your roof and all of a sudden you're like, and now I have a leak. Now I have solar panels on my roof and now I have a leak. So the solar panels have to come off. Well, the roof needs to be fixed and then everything has to go back on again. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So try yeah. to avoid that, like, at any cost. So that's why it's important to have the building inspector will, you know, check out to make sure that you know that they're installing it properly mm -hmm. and that's a big electrical so yeah. that that's a big install so you definitely want the wiring inspector out there looking at that
Yeah, yeah. I just want to let all of our listeners know that they're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on WATD. Uh, Tracy Grady is in-house for me this morning while I am in Orlando. I have a conference to go to next week, so I came out a couple days early. Uh, Melissa is obviously at the helm, and if you want to call, and it looks like we have a caller, 781-837-4900. The great news is you can now text to the studio, and Tim will be able to get that question to you as well. 781-837-4900. And Tim, I think I heard that they have a caller. Yes, yes, you are correct. We have Jay in Plymouth. He'd like to make a comment. Hello, Jay in Plymouth. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I'm with, I just woke up, so that's why you're hearing my voice the way it is. But <laughs> I just want to do a couple of suggestions for whoever's listening. Make sure whoever you hire is licensed ensured that you have a copy of the liability policy and never hire friends. Yeah. <laughs> <The worst> you <laughs> yeah. You are so right. You're so right. Uh, never yeah. hire friends. <laughs> you yeah. are so right. You, know, I, you think you're going to get a deal, but, you know, human nature, people are going to have disagreements. And not saying you're going to, but you might as well save yourself the time and aggravation. You just don't do it. Yep. Um, so I need to know if this is coming from a place of experience, it sounds like. <laughs> well, with a family member hired a friend. That friend took six months to do two bathrooms in a house. That friend That's also the... the main joist in the house, causing a lot of damage to the house. Mm. Uh, where the kitchen floor is now sagging. Mm. Um it, it's just, it's just sad. Uh, but this is what happens. And then that friend was discovered drinking in the house, oh. doing other. And uh, yeah. So it just, you just always be seems careful. like a good idea. It always seems like a great idea because yeah. you know my uncle, my cousin, my brother is a you know yeah you want to give them business and, and you know them, yeah them, especially if they're yeah. successful and you know but you have to be. Cautious. Yeah, you definitely it's, have to be cautious. It's great to take a referral. You know, you always want someone to refer you to somebody yeah. if you don't know somebody personally. But yeah, you have to be. You have to be. You know. Yep. Conscious about what. Where and then the friend your business. The friend cousin uncle, like you were saying, six <laughs> months later, is like, well, you know, I'm doing it as a favor for you, so I'm squeezing it in between other jobs, and I'm trying to, you know, exactly. you know, like, you're like, oh, this I would rather sound someone like- tell me, I, you know, I'm really sorry, I, I just can't squeeze you in, but I have a referral for you, somebody else that yeah. I know from the business. That's I would rather word. that. Yep. Yep. We've all heard this saying, too, you get what you pay for. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing is people are trying to cut corners all the time. But I don't get it. But I I think the main thing, the main goal with when people want things done is saving money. And sometimes you just don't save money. It costs you more. This friend ended up being unlicensed, uninsured. So Mm -hmm. where do you think the house, you know? Yeah. So this is what I mean. People, you got to think and saving money. Yeah, we all try to do it, but some things when it comes to your home, you, that's not where you want to be trying to save money. You want it done yeah. right. Yeah, you, know? you got to spend the money. You got to spend the money if you're going to do it because yeah. that's you're investing disasters. in your future. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you get to a certain point where you might sell it, and that's well, that could be your retirement. That could be where you're moving. You, know, you needed to move on to your next chapter. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think your money should be well spent in, yeah. in your home. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I agree. Again, I I put a lot of reference on 
license and you want a copy of that policy, make sure it's in effect while the work is being done. Actually, when I worked for the town of Pembroke, we re- we were required to find to get a copy of the insurance policy along with the construction supervisor's license, home improvement contractor's license, and then we needed their liability and workman's comp if it was re- you know if they had it. A lot of times, these contractors don't have workman's comp because they're individual contractors and they mm-hmm. pay for their own as opposed <clears throat> to having others. But um, yeah, you just call the insurance company and they will type up a um, a policy and send it right out to you. Well, yeah, it's really easy. Very easy Tracy, to do. Tracy, you know, I got to tell you, <clears throat> over the years, so many people have come to Mark and said, hey, listen, I had a buddy who did this and everything, but now I have to get a permit. Like, would you mind pulling the permit? Mark's response is always, absolutely not. No. Are you kidding me? No, would I make myself liable for that? No. Exactly. And that's what happens. And then you also have these contractors who hire other people. Yeah. And yes, and maybe in a legal term, I'm not an attorney, but eventually whoever they hire if still falls under that original person but if they're not licensed and uninsured you're you're up the creek without paddles yep you really okay. are but people really need to think and then hiring people off different websites and stuff like that you got to be careful yep and it's not worth the aggravation no they and like I, I said earlier mass.gov you can go in as the homeowner you can pull up anybody's license you can go in and make sure that they are current because a lot of guys will tell you that they are that they are um licensed and then you go in and you realize it that expired they, 15 years ago pretty much yeah <laughs> it, it's expired or it's, it hasn't been paid for and then you know it is government sometimes so it does get can get a little waylaid and then be, not be updated yeah but over the years i use the mass.gov um license lookup all the time and you can see wh- how long your contractor has been licensed and to make sure that they are up to date so yeah yeah and you can do that on and your Tracy, own one of the things yeah i want to say too is you know don't just assume when people are telling you that they you know that they did pull a permit um you should see it it's usually in the window yep but this is bringing back a memory for me um as that caller i'm sorry that i forgot his name but jay um, jay. jay sorry about that jay yeah sorry. but you know you bring up such a good point about you know with these permits and and everything and i remember one time one of my clients um, and he was an attorney and, you know, not that that made him smarter than the average bear, but you would think that he would, you know what I mean? Like you, you <laughs> think someone it. wouldn't try to do it. And I remember we put the house on the market and he had just gotten the roof done a couple of years prior. And I said, oh, was a permit pulled on this? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, there's nothing in the town hall. And home inspection came up and the home inspector noticed that the exterior of the house, it looked like it had the, um, the oh, at the top. Why can I not think of what that's called? You know, when that air goes out the top, Tracy? Oh, the not vent. Not a gable. The vent? Not a fa- fat, yeah. It's a, it's one of the vents. I forget which one it's called, though. It's not gable a gable vent. vent. It's not a soffit Ooh. vent. It's uh, some. It's yeah, it's sort of thing? like a roof. It's at the top, but it's what they yep. do is at the top, the very oh. tippity top where the wood comes together. Yep. Um, it's usually cut out, and that's how the air escapes. Well, from the exterior, it looks like the way the shingles were laid that they did do this vent, but they never cut it on the inside. So, oh, so no air yep. pulled, even though the homeowner thought there was one. Yeah. So it ended up with a situation with some mold up in the attic. Well, I want to say something in regard to recording recording liens. This is one of the big things for people. Just because the permits were pulled, 
it has to be recorded on title to make sure that it's done. So here's an example of what I mean by that. You could pull permits and start like appraisers can't give value to property that like if you see a property, let's just say that I went in and I added an extra bed bathroom or, or bedroom. Well, what's behind that drywall? Electrical and plumbing. Mm -hmm. So when anytime this is a little secret, a little hack, anytime you uh, see properties that say four bedroom, three bathroom, you pull title because if they added that structure and it has to do something with safety with the big six plumbing, heating, air, electrical foundation and roof. And they added that extra space. The appraiser can't give value to that if it's not permitted. So record it. So yeah. if you added an extra, if somebody added an extra deck, an extra roof, an extra bedroom, bathroom, that appraiser can't give value to that because of safety purposes. Because if something happens in that property and they added an extra structure, then everybody who recorded that is is liable for that. And I'll and I'll share one more thing. I put it in the chat: unconditional waiver of lien. This is something that if you guys are doing any types of contractor work or anything like that, make sure you have that signed in your contract when you're doing any type of additions because that prevents the contractors from putting liens on your property. Hmm. Hey, Tony, yeah. this is Sh so this is Sharon. So I didn't know if you realized, but we are live on our radio show right now that is playing south of Boston. Do you want to let all of our listeners know who you are and what areas you serve? That's what I do on Saturday mornings with all my clubhouse friends. Oh, that's awesome. Well, 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 well I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Anthony Glenn. I serve uh, Southern California. I'm a real estate broker. I'm also a partner with uh, uh, Grant uh, Cardone. We launched uh, Cardone Veterans Group last year, and we are we specifically serve the veteran community um, oh. and real estate professionals looking to get into that community uh, with uh, partnering with vets. Uh, we have a vertically integrated company also with seven real estate uh, businesses in one. Well, that's awesome. So uh, we will make sure to all of our WATD listeners, if you are thinking about moving to Southern California area, I don't blame you, one. Uh, but don't worry, spring is right around the corner. Uh, you can always get in touch with me at 781-826-8000, right at the office, or go to bostonconnect.com, and you can find all my information there, and I can get you Tony's digits. And he goes by Tony and Anthony. I like to call him Anthony, but there we go. So, <laughs> all right, ladies, sorry about that. So, oh, um, no, no, I just want to see, is Jay still on? I just want to see. Yeah, the, I'm still on. Okay, perfect, Jay. Well, thank you so much for calling in and listening. I know you just woke up. Up, but yeah. we appreciate <laughs> it. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, We're up. Well, that was that was great. That was great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. That no, was great information. Great. You had great input, and yeah. we appreciate that. Um, you know, do you have to I listen know, to us again? I, I have one quick question. I, yeah. You guys might, the ladies might not know this, but I wonder what the adversary. Um, I wonder what would happen if the contractor, the main contractor, does not pull permits, what happens to them um, um, when not they a, should? It depends if it's somebody takes charges up against them. Um, I worked in the building department for about 14 years, so there was plenty of times that contractors didn't pull the permit. Um, if they pay into the Home Improvement Contractors Fund, the homeowner has that as a way of trying to get money back if something goes wrong, goes horribly wrong. There is a fund out there that a homeowner can try to get money back, but it only if that contractor is paying into it. It, it doesn't cover them if they don't pay into it. Mm. Um, right. 
So, and then the homeowner would have to take, if somebody's not, con- or represented themselves as a licensed contractor and then found out that they were not licensed, um, again, it would be tough. If the homeowner pulled the permit themselves, that would be hard to prove that because you said, you know, you hired your own person. You didn't make them pull the permits. So, Right. Yeah. So you might, the homeowner might want to make sure that before work is done that they have copies of those permits. There you go. Yeah. Like Sharon said, we give, you usually get a big, a bright orange card that goes on your window that says, I'm having work done at my house. And that's where they, yeah. um, the plumbing and the electrical and the, and the um, building inspector sign off on those cards in the phases of, you know, when it's rough and then when it's final. Right. Okay, well, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jay, for listening and calling in. We appreciate your input. And we're live every Saturday. You can call in every Saturday. Every Saturday, (laughs) 8 to 9. 8 to 9, Saturday morning. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jay. Enjoy the rest of your day. We expect Jay to be our prompter of the greatest conversation. So we'll see you next Saturday, Jay. Okay. Jay from Florida. Always do your best. Always just put your thinking cap on. Always yeah. protect yourself no matter what. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great advice. Absolutely. Great advice. Okay. Yeah. Take care. That's why Thank we're you. here giving value. Thank okay. you, Jay. Hey, uh, Tracy, uh, I had a quick question for you. Yeah, uh, we have another uh, call. You have another caller. Uh? But, Tracy, if we get a minute, this always happens right at the end. Yep. You know what? One of the things, too, Tracy, if you can just write a note down so I'm not constantly interrupting you, is what about when permits are not don't have their final sign off and i feel like a lot of people forget that step yeah. as well yeah so we'll we definitely that, want to do that as our final forward. thought yeah we definitely want to do that as our final thought and we keep forgetting we got it we have some open houses this weekend new listings here at boston connect real estate again so we do have a caller tim who do we have on the line we have the lovely elizabeth in cohasset hello elizabeth in cohasset oh good morning how are you good morning good how are you Good. Um, I've been listening to your show, but I've been in and out of the room. So if you covered this, I apologize. What about chimney work? Because we're having a a lot of chimney work started this Monday, and I don't remember anything being said about permits. You need a permit. You need a permit for a chimney. Are they they repointing it? Um, Or they're going to drop a stainless steel liner down it? You need a permit. You need a permit. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then um, a more minor thing was he wants us to do a chimney cap, but it's a, uh, we're in a ranch on a property with no trees over it, and I just hate the way they look. But yeah. if we went to sell the house, are they going to say, you have to have a chimney cap? It keeps squirrels out. It keeps the animals out. So but no I, animals I, could have ever been on our roof because, as I uh, said, it's in the middle of a lot with no trees or bushes nearby. I don't think it's required. So if you don't like the look of it, I don't think you have to have it. I think they're thinking just to protect you from anything getting into the chimney. Right, yeah. right. So, Pr- sort okay. of protecting the work that they're yeah. doing. Like yep. birds, actually. Okay. Birds yep. can get in there, too. And they don't, well, after, the birds don't after need the trees. work is done, does somebody have to come inspect it? Um, is the building inspector going to get up on a ladder and look down that chimney? Probably not. Probably not. It's going to be my guess because it's probably not covered through the town for that. But yeah, uh, they will. Co- they will come out and make sure that you know everything looks good from the inside out. Yeah, you should have. Uh, well, the contractor showed us the top of it from a drone. He has his own oh. drone. I was oh, like, nice. I didn't see you on a ladder. How did you get up there? And he goes, With my drone. Oh, I love that. It's way safer. <laughs> so maybe that. Maybe <laughs> it's way safer. 
Yeah. So maybe <laughs> okay. he'll just take pictures of the work that's been done. Yeah, he might have pulled a that. permit without yeah. sort of... Yeah, you might not even know if he pulled a permit. And if he has a drone, he probably can take the pictures for the building inspector to say, hey, I did the pictures. You don't have to get up on a ladder. You can see what I did compared to what okay. you had and what to what you have, you know, you're getting now. Yeah. Okay. But we should have a permit. Yeah. You should have a permit. All right. Absolutely. Yep, okay, Jamie's a big I'll thing. I'll let you go. <laughs> Thank you. Great and question. They also look up Great from question. the inside. They'll look up that way, yep. too, and yeah. I'm curious. Oh, we have pictures. A yeah. mason? Yeah. yeah. Did you have a mason or a contractor do it? Well, it's probably a fireplace. It's a mason in this town that um, I know someone who's a townie, and she said he's very well respected, very reasonable, you know, yep. so he's got a very good reputation. I know yep. that. He should pull a permit. Yeah. Okay. Dynamo. Okay. Well, he might already have thought of all this. I just don't remember him bringing it up with us. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It, it, it might just be part, part of his. Package. Yeah. It might be part of his package. Yeah. You know, you can see it on the sort of bottom line. Okay. But. Well, thank you so I, much, Elizabeth, for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Yeah, I, I appreciate you know you're giving me the info. Yeah, Thanks. of course. And again, we're All live right. every every Saturday. We're here every Saturday morning. <laughs> we're here. I'm always listening. Oh, good, good. <laughs> okay, take care. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Um, Tracy, Thanks. do you want to uh, answer Sharon's question so we can get to the open houses as yes. well? Yep. What was the question again, Sharon? What happens if they don't? Pull a permit? Yeah, open permits. Open permits. Like that. Like yeah, that. you got to get them signed up. I tell yeah. you, like, as I'm sitting yep. here, I think that I do have, like, a permit that's open. That yeah. Didn't you get signed, maybe. Yep. You definitely need to go through that final stage. And it's easy at that point to just be like, yeah, the electrical inspector came out, the plumbing inspector came out. But you need to get that final building sign off as well, just that says you have begun the project, you've completed it, it's been inspected, rubber stamp it, it's good to go. Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. Um, you're yep. doing some open houses this weekend. We are. We're doing open houses. Jim's actually going to be at 719 Ferry Street today from 11 to 1230. It's a new construction project. Um, we are getting down to the floors are in. Everything's in. We're just waiting for the kitchen to come in. Um, it's in great. It's a beautiful home. Top of the. It sits really, really nicely on the top of the hill. Um, whole house generator, four bedrooms, two car garage. Go visit Jim. He's going to be there today and tomorrow from 11 to 1230. Oh, no doubt. Date day? No date day. No, no date day. I have a date with Edna today. Oh, yeah, okay. Date take with her Edna. Yeah. Um, we do have a new listing here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Ginny Wandell has a listing on 10 Oak Street in Pembroke. She is going to be there from 11 to 1 today. Um, that is a three bedroom, one and a half bath. Um, it's on the market for 520. Again, she'll be there um, today from 11 to 1. I'm going to that. Matt has um, a listing, Matt Mahoney. He is at 38. Birch Street in Pembroke. He will be there today from 11 to 1230. That is on for 525. I'm going to that as well. And he will be there um, tomorrow from 12 to 2. Team Flynn has 52 Great Cedar Drive, Unit 52 in Hanson. They will be there tomorrow from 11 to 12.30. That is on the market for 4.24.5. And then Sharon and uh, Mary have um, quite a few listings yeah. over at Cushing Trails yeah. and Cochisit Estates. Um, you want to give a little shout out to your yeah. developments? Yeah so, yeah, so Cushing Trail, we have 40 units over there, 20 buildings, open house every Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 12. Just want to let everyone know we got three reservations this week, which means, um, as it always does in new construction, we're going up $30,000 come Monday. So if you are interested, get there this weekend for a reservation, lock yourself in. And Mary will be there both days since I am in Florida. Again, Cushing Trail, 486 Spring Street will get you there, 10 to 12. 
and then Cochise Estates in West Bridgewater and Blueberry Hill. Uh, Kristen Howlett, full-time real estate agent at Boston Phoenix Real Estate, will be there Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3, and we have a it's mixture a of single-family homes and duplexes. Yes. Ooh, thanks, guys. All right. We will be back on Tuesday. I'm going to be with Kristen Howlett on Tuesday. We're doing our little spotlight from the South Shore, so stay tuned. We will be there. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank thanks you. for the callers. Bye, Sharon. Bye, guys. Bye. Have fun. I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always.